now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do, so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Challenge him, and this game is over! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What was it like running on the field after Lewis hit that home run? Go for it, Colby. It was pretty cool because I think we all knew as soon as he hit it, it was gone. Today's guests. NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero, Fox Sports College football analyst Bruce Feldman, Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., Equalizer 3 director Antoine Fuqua. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live in Los Angeles, California on the Roku channel and on the radio, Terrestrial Sirius XM Odyssey. We're streaming, we're in the satellite, we're on your terrestrial radio, we're in a podcast form all three hours every single day on the Cumulus Podcast Network. There is no way to miss us, uh, and we appreciate you finding us right here on the program. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on this program. We've got a great guest list. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., right in the middle of this program. Just a centerpiece of all centerpieces. He's there in Baltimore, Maryland getting ready to catch passes for Lamar Jackson and this Ravens offense starting in a couple of Sundays against the Houston Texans. It'll be a great conversation when Odell joins us. Deion Sanders is getting set to coach his first game as the Colorado Buffaloes head coach against TCU this weekend, a college football weekend, Alabama and Texas getting set to take on one another. We've got a big weekend after week zero, as they called last weekend. Uh, college football begins in earnest on uh, this Labor Day weekend coming up. Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports and The Athletic. He's going to join us in studio every single Wednesday during the football season. He's going to start us off right in hour number two. What is going on with my head coach? He's uh, sitting out the first three games, the NCAA and Michigan, button heads against one another over hamburgers and Zooms. And uh, we're going to get the latest on that. Is, AC, is the ACC going to add... Stanford, Cal, and SMU in time for the playing season. Um, obviously, they're they're going to be continuing on in their current iterations, but what's going to happen with that? We've got Bruce Feldman coming up in hour number two. Antoine Fuqua, the famed director, his new movie, The Equalizer 3, with Denzel and theaters near you coming up this very weekend. Uh, he's in studio hour number three. We'll go down to training day wormhole with him, that's for sure. Uh, and Tom Pelissero is going to be first up to explain what the heck is going on in the National Football League. The waiver wire 
Um, and the claim process just ended two minutes ago. What the hell going on? So we're going to find out oh, what's going on with all of that as 53 men rosters have been initially formed. We'll see how they get worked around later on today. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Rich, sorry, I have to inform you. I'm the new Patriots backup quarterback. Good so to know I, that. Uh, how are you, uh, DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. How are you? I'm doing great, Rich. Good morning. <laughs> TJ Jefferson, how are you? Good to see you. <laughs> great, Rich. It's no ordinary life that we're living right here. So Trey Lance spoke as a here. Dallas Cowboy hey. for the first time. We'll have that later on. Jimmy G has spoken a, about what's going on in his old haunt from Las Vegas. Uh, we'll have that later on in this program. I've got a top 10, uh, a.k.a. my first power rankings of the season, but not, not the NFL uh, oh. power rankings. I'm going to do a redraft of the 2021 Ooh, draft now like that, that Trey Lance has moved on. I like that. So that'll be a fun conversation uh, in hour this. number three. You again at 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. With the NFL season afoot, it's also fantasy football season. We're in the middle of a draft ourselves with the fantasy footballers. We are. Let me see where okay. we're at here. Uh, we're in the middle of that. Uh, you just came back from Kansas City with your... Correct. Um, Correct. With your draft and TJ Jefferson. You're in this mix with all of us. I assume you're in your own fantasy leagues yeah. as well. Okay. Next Wednesday. Me, uh, me too. And so uh, you're all mostly uh, out there, I imagine, in fantasy league. So um, who, who knew? Um, you know... In a fantasy league, you need one quarterback, two running backs, uh, a couple of tight ends, um, and maybe two or three wide receivers. So clearly, in advance of the Philadelphia Eagles visiting in week number one, New England Patriots are playing fantasy football. One quarterback, <laughs> one, one, two running backs, Ramondre and Zeke, <laughs> and uh, two tight ends, yep, that's and true, uh, yeah. a host of... Uh, uh, wide receivers, six of them, and 11 offensive linemen. Okay. What? Patriots waved Bailey Zappi yesterday and then waved what? Malik Cunningham, the uh, the future star of the New England Patriots. Both of them waved. Now, we, listen, they could go through the waiver process and be re-signed by the New England Patriots literally by the time lunchtime hits out here on the West Coast. So, or that, that New England is interested in somebody else. Who knows? We don't know. You know who's not telling us? New England. All <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> So there it is. There is on one one quarterback on the Patriots depth chart. There it is. Mac Jones. Two running backs. Those are your starters. Ramondi Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. Is this a PPR league? I hope so. Because Devontae be. Parker. I hope so. You know, so he too. might have a lot of catches. Yep. Yep. Juju. Uh, yeah. Juju on the beat. Demario Douglas. I don't know. That's undrafted. a lot. Uh, is it a half point? I mean, I don't know. A lot Keyshawn of Butte. I guess they're playing. They're playing. Uh, they're playing fantasy football. Apparently, in New Kendrick England. Bourne looks so good. So you know, <laughs> I know. I, um, know <laughs> I know, Chris. You were wondering yesterday on how you're going to be trolled by uh, yours truly and T.J. Jefferson coming into today. Where it is? How will Rich Eisen and Two Jiggy troll me tomorrow? <laughs> Well, now you've got your answer, Chris. This is how we troll you today. Is this a victory? Do I get a victory? No, no, because guess what? If you think (laughs) this is the end, it is not. What do you mean? Because I believe if I had to make a guess, Zappi and Cunningham will go straight through waivers like, you know, something you shouldn't be eating through you, and it'll come straight out and back on your roster. A backup quarterback nobody wanted. Me with gluten. Except New England. I bet you that's what's going to happen. Come on.
So there you have it. Why can't we just get Colt McCoy? Rich, I, I don't know. That could be the other thing, too. I, I don't really think we're trolling him. I think he won this one because all the while, while we're yeah. making jokes about Zappy being QB yeah. and Brockman was getting mad and he was like, that's stupid. He's not Max the QB. Unfortunately, he kind of was right. So I don't even no, feel no, like Mac I'm is really... the QB, and we know Mac is the QB. Yeah, but I really felt it was Zappy, so here's, I can't say nothing here's, to him. Here's my favorite thing. <laughs> Can, if this happens, please, please, if Belichick is available today, and the depth chart that we just saw up there where there's only one quarterback on the depth chart, and it says Mac Jones, will somebody have the gumption to ask Bill Belichick, if Mac Jones is his starting quarterback <laughs> for week one. Like, come on, Mike Reese. Ben Volan, come Will, on now. Will, Will, Tom it's Tommy. It's Tom. Tommy. It's Tommy. Come on now. Will, please, somebody. <laughs> can, we, can we tweet this and to Tommy? And will Bill actually have the temerity to not confirm it? I'm uh, not going to confirm it. I don't know. You know. I don't know. To the coaches. You know what I mean? I have no explanation for what happened. There you go. So, that's the latest in New England. It may change by the time Tom hits us. Uh, it's this Hits our show in 12 minutes from now, but who knows? That's the one thing. Look, in all honesty, the hell going on of Tuesday to hit right here. And we've been all over this, just like everybody else. Uh, but unlike everybody else, we've been all over the whole running back market thing since jump, since March, yep. since the market yeah. was obviously not going in the running back's direction. And Austin Eckler was told, hey, you, you know, you're not going to get a new contract here with the Chargers at this point. Um, but the door's there for you to go seek a, a trade. And then we all know Eckler wound up returning and got a little something extra from the Chargers. Barkley never could seek a trade. Josh Jacobs never could seek a trade. They both returned signing a tender and got something a little extra. We're all waiting. Where's a little extra for Jonathan Taylor? I've been pounding the table here. So give him something extra to save face. And uh, instead, they also showed him the door for him to walk through and find a trade partner. And... The Colts put such a price tag in terms of draft compensation they want back for Taylor that it shows everyone just how valuable Jonathan Taylor is, which leads him, I'm sure, and the rest of us, I know for a fact because we've been saying it, to say, well, if you value him as such in terms of draft compensation, why not actual you know, monetary compensation that equals how you value him when you put him on the market for a trade and so sure enough the Colts and the trade market together equals Jonathan Taylor still being an Indianapolis Colt that's just not a shock like that's one of those things where you you're watching a horror movie the guy with the axe is dangerous you know what I mean like it's you're watching it through your fingers like just don't go there it's so obvious I'm I, I mean you could see this thing coming I told you there show him the door and you go seek it yourself but unless somebody was going to come back with some remarkable compensation package he's not going anywhere because he is that valuable and the Colts have the hammer but I didn't see coming the fact that he was placed on the pup list to start the season. So here's the door. You go seek a trade. Ah, we didn't get the proper compensation back for you. So you're back here. We're done. The window for you to go seek a trade is now over. We're not going to give you away for nothing. So you're back with us. And as a matter of fact, 
you're on the pup list, which means you're out for the first four weeks of the season. And so there's two things afoot here. Are they teaching Jonathan Taylor what hardball really means in professional football? That's a first blush reaction. Like, is this some significant hardball? Like, Jonathan, there's a contract. You must play on it. We are not going to improve the contract. We would love to do it at some point. This is not that point. And let's have you find that out for yourself. You'll seek people who are interested in you. You'll find out what you are worth monetarily that we're not willing to give you right now. And then you're going to come back here and have to eat it. (laughs) And that's just really hardball. And as a matter of fact, you know what? You say you're so hurt. Here's four games out. Or I've been calling Jonathan Taylor not physically unable to perform, but physically unwilling to perform. That's what I've been saying here on this set. Am I way off? Could it be possible that he's hurt and and the Colts are like, all right, go find out what somebody who was hurt last season and is too hurt to start this season, and you go find out what you're worth on the open market. Because every team that adores you, like we do, like everybody's going to adore you because you're awesome, they're not going to give us anything remotely worth what you're valued at, draft compensation, because they're not even going to get a full 17 out of you. And if that's the case, I mean, I don't know what Jonathan Taylor's thinking. I mean, I guess you got to go YOLO, right? You got to just see what, what can be happening and... Tell everybody when you are talking to him, I'll be back week five. I'm good. This just was a cleanup here or there. I have no idea. But if he's legitimately hurt and wanted to be traded and be paid like McCaffrey, there's a pie and it's in the sky, man. And then it's no surprise he's back with the Colts. And the fact that he's missing two division games. Jacksonville and Houston. One of them at home. You got to win your home games. And then at Baltimore and home for the Rams. You're missing those. Like, we'll see you against Tennessee week five. I mean, he's there. They could open two and two. Like, why not? Why couldn't they? They could still open two and two. Maybe. I mean, tough without your best player. No, I, I, I understand that. But stranger things have happened. Anthony True. Richardson could come out of the box and just be, okay. We see you. We yeah. know why you were fourth overall. Colts beat the Chiefs last year in week three. Uh, of course. So, and then the Colts uh, lost to the first overall pick, Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. in a must-win game. You win, you make the playoffs if you beat the team that's first on the clock, and they lost that. So. Stranger things have happened, but I, at this point in time, you know, I'm sitting here saying, you know, Give him more money. There's not. I don't think there's another dime coming. What are they going to come off the pup list and say you're going to? Here's a little bit something extra. And if he is legitimately hurt, I mean, because honestly, if he's not hurt and the Colts just threw him on pup, I mean, where's the grievance? So if he's legitimately hurt, how? What? On what planet did he think he was going to get a McCaffrey contract? And the Colts 
would let him go for that because they're going to get McCaffrey return if he's not showing up until week five after what happened last year. So that's why I called up Tom Pelissero saying, you got to come on first up tomorrow because <laughs> I'm wondering what is up. Is this like nasty old school hardball where I'm calling you onto my luxury bus to have a conversation. Then I'm going to go sit in my golf cart and talk about how we're all dead one day and the NFL's still going to go on. Yeah, That's what's called a non-starter in a negotiation. Dead or alive. Right? And then we're going to show you the door and then we're going to let you find out exactly what teams are willing to pay you and then you have to come back here and play for us far less than that amount of money. Making this all one just one large fugazi. Or did... Jim Irsay called him on his luxury bus and say, excuse me, are you hurt? Like, are you hurt? Like, let's get you better and then we'll talk about it and then get on the golf cart and go, I can't believe this kid is trying to get a trade hurt or more money hurt because who does he think he is? We're all dead one day and the NFL is going to go on. And then, all right, Chris Ballard, let him go seek it because this is just a fool's errand. Let him be happy. We want him happy. We need him running. And he did leave camp to go get this thing rehabbed instead of just as a ploy to hold out his services while still holding in. Like, what the hell was this all about? And he legitimately is hurt. And of course the Colts aren't going to get any proper return. I don't know, man. Tom Pelissaro's calling up to let us know. Tommy P. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's get to Tom. For the latest on that, we've got a full college football conversation with Bruce Feldman in studio, Odell Beckham Jr., and the noted director, Antoine Fuqua, of the Equalizer 3, and, of course, training day fame. We'll go down to Denzel Wormhole in hour three. Don't go anywhere. Are you struggling to close deals? Business-to-business selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals such as job changes or which accounts you should prioritize, and shows you hidden allies so you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's one billion member platform sales navigator gives you the most up-to-date first-party data enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter right now you can try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com direct that is linkedin.com direct for a 60-day free trial let linkedin sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today just go to linkedin.com direct and get started Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back here on the program, Tom Pelissero is joining us shortly. Taylor Mattingly Eisen, my uh, daughter, oh. turns 10 today. Happy hey. birthday, Taylor. Oh. Happy birthday, Taylor. Wow. Babies. So, I spent my I spent She's my sweet. drive to work today, FaceTiming with her. You know, with a doing my best with two hands in the wheel. To be very honest with you, um, while she was getting ready for school, brushing her teeth and stuff, she put the phone up there. I put Taylor Swift on my car <sighs> speakers. What song? We were singing together. Wow. <laughs> uh, I got to be honest with you. Through her, my oldest son loves her as well. I gotta tell you, I think I'm becoming a Swifty. What? Say it ain't so. Just shake I'm it off. I'm telling you. Thank you. Shake it off. She's phenomenal. She's Proud, amazing. Proud of that one, Mike? She no, is. No, she I should be. I think you should. You should. She is but amazing. She's phenomenal. She's like the biggest star today. I know. I know she's not your bag, or yours, TJ. No. But hey, I'm yeah. now sitting here. I'm like, she's man, I wish. I wish I had gone to her. Uh, Performances. It was Terzo would offer to take it to you now? I, 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 you still should have done that. You yeah, did, by you the way, exactly. Yeah, no, DJ. No, I shouldn't have. Why? DJ. For the experience I, I, and the content. I've had she a lot of experiences. Is, I'm good. I mean, content her, for our show. Her lyrics are you don't amazing. Care about us. Her lyrics are amazing. Well, when you they break really up, are. when you break up with yeah, everyone in Hollywood, what's going on? I, like that. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I was sitting, I was just listening to this song, Mister Perfectly that. Fine, which is an outstanding song. Outstanding. I'm serious. Who's it about? I'm serious. Is it about Harry Styles? I don't know, but I'm listening to it, and I'm like, how many people are going to be treating her like garbage? What the hell? This is Taylor Swift. Everybody, back off. We're getting, no, one, we're, getting, we're getting one side. <laughs> Not to defend the men, but maybe. Well done. Okay. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Tom Pelissero, my colleague, our friend from the NFL Media Group, uh, back here on the program. How are you, Tom? Doing well, Rich. Uh, this is the so right now. Let me just set the scene Please. for you. What goes on in the transaction world? Yes. Twenty-two minutes ago, the claiming period ended for teams to grab guys on waivers. However, the only team that knows who they got at this moment, as we're talking, is the Bears because they have the top spot in the waiver priority order. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen tweets right now of. You know, people coming back on practice squads and things like that. That's because the teams who released players or waived players get told by the league office immediately, hey, that guy cleared, you can sign him to your practice squad. If somebody was claimed, they'll know that they were claimed, but not who the claiming t- team is. So sometime in the next, maybe go over on the air here, we'll get answers on, I know you want to talk about Bailey Zappi, yes. among other things here, but, uh, if you hear the occasional typing in the background, it's just because of something very important that uh, may or may not have come across the wire. Here. Understood. Nice. I greatly appreciate the stage set. So uh, by the time, I guess, people might be reviewing this conversation, whether it's on uh, our YouTube page or our show collection page or watching this show back on on the Roku channel, which is where our collection page is. So at the risk of dating ourselves for later, 
what, what was the Patriots thinking? Like, did they think that we'll just let these guys go? Do they have an eye on somebody else? I mean, what's your best guess? Crystal ball it for me, Tom. Listen, when it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots, you know that there's a reason for everything. And you also know that you will probably never truly know the reason for some things. And I think that the Bailey Zappi cut, as well as Malik Cunningham for that matter, probably fall into that latter category. You have to think back to over the past year here, the Patriots use a fourth-round pick on Zappi. Mac Jones, because of a variety of circumstances, struggles last season, gets hurt, suffers an ankle injury. Zappi comes in, plays well, wins his only two starts. Mac goes back out there. People are chanting for Zappi. Mac's trying to gut it out through a high ankle sprain. Then through the course of training camp this year, after the hiring of Bill O'Brien and other things that were clearly geared toward, you know, get Mac on track, Bill Belichick never said Mac Jones is the starting quarterback. He was asked many times and demurred. Uh, this would be, and I'm not saying this is the reason, Rich, but this would certainly be a very dramatic way to apologize to Mac Jones for everything that's taken place over the last hmm. 18 months or so. But without ever announcing who the starting quarterback is, <laughs> Bill Belichick did a uh, an interesting job here of making clear to everyone that Mac Jones is our guy, even though to this point right now he has never actually said Mac Jones is our guy. Oh, but we got to get somebody in there right now to confirm it while he's the only one on the roster. That would be fun. Wouldn't that be a fun press conference moment with Belichick? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, Tom? Just still say the word. I, say that. Say I it. I mean, Rich, I don't even know if Bill Belichick were at the podium right now with one quarterback on his roster, if he would say anything other than, yeah, we're working through that. Yeah. I'm not sure you're getting more than that. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Yes. Bill doesn't like dumb, you know, doesn't want to answer a dumb question. That right. would be at this point a fairly dumb question. But yeah. listen, they, you're talking about the greatest coach of all time. He's got a lot of authority in that building to shape things as he wants. Sure. But this is definitely wild. One quarterback, two running backs, and I think 11 offensive linemen on his initial 53, you know, over the next next several days here, we'll kind of see exactly where that settles. Let's also be clear, they want Bailey Zappi back. There's not a lot of guys who were fourth-round picks a year ago and won their only two starts sitting out there. And with the uh, return of the third quarterback rule, it would not be totally shocking to see Zappi get claimed. Tom Pelissero here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so what happened over the last several days with Jonathan Taylor and what culminated yesterday with Jonathan Taylor and the Colts? There's There was always a team positioned deadline of 4 p.m. Eastern time to come to some type of an arrangement in terms of when they gave him permission to seek a trade, they had to have a cutoff for multiple reasons. One, the Colts would love if the drama ends at some point here, even though they're not just going to do that by giving the guy away. But secondly, they had to make a roster move because he has been uh, on the active, physically unable to perform list throughout the course of training camp. My understanding is nothing got close. The Colts, as we've discussed on this show and elsewhere, want a lot for uh, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor also wants a lot in terms of a new contract. And he is still working his way back from off-season ankle surgery. It was always going to be a difficult deal to do. Being placed now on the reserve pup list means he can't play the first four games. It does not preclude the Colts, his agent, Malky Kawa, and other teams from continuing to negotiate here. It's absolutely possible 
that sometime between now and the trade deadline, which is in two months, um, that Jonathan Taylor ends up getting traded. But they're not close on a deal right now. Jonathan Taylor is still, again, working his way back from that ankle injury. And we'll see how all this plays out because to this point, nothing's been um, particularly usual about, um, about how everything has taken place. So he really is hurt, is what you're saying. Nobody seemed to believe me when I kept saying that early on in training camp. I mean, he had he had a significant ankle injury that he battled through last year. Listen, this is a super tough, super mature guy yeah. who's you know been a program player for them and led the league in rushing in 2021. He was never right last season. From the time he suffered the ankle injury, he tried to come back. I remember talking to him uh, the night before. Uh, the night before the game against Minnesota. And, you know, at that point, he wanted to keep pushing. He wanted to, you know, go for the team. He then tweaked the ankle again in that game, and that was the last time that we saw him. But he had off-season surgery. He went and got treatment for several days, uh, several weeks ago, um, because, you know, again, still trying to get over the hump with that ankle. Now, if this were, if the situation were different and if he had just been paid, is he out there week one? I, I can't sit here and say that he's not. But, you know, at this point, He's not done anything in practice. And for all these guys, really, Rich, who have not participated, whether you're talking about Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Christian Wilkins, it, it does cast doubt on how quickly they're going to be able to be you know, ramped up to full speed. So, you know, for Taylor here, now he's got four weeks. The trade happens tomorrow. A new team gets him for five, six weeks in their building, ramp him up physically, and then he's ready to go week five. The further it, or the longer it takes for them to actually – do it, do a deal. Um, you know, the the harder it's going to be for him to be ready week five. But we'll see. But if he is legitimately hurt, right, and it, to the point where he can't push back on a pup list move, um, if it is in any way, shape, or form hardbally punitive from the Colts, mm-hmm. then on what planet did he think he could get a market? contract similar to McCaffrey or Derrick Henry or more than a a franchise tag player um, or, or expect to hit the open market and the Colts get back McCaffrey type uh, um, compensation right I mean just if he's hurt this is not his best negotiating position I'd imagine Tom right I, I will say this and without trying to get into the psychology of you know, Jonathan Taylor or his agent, I would just say, I, I don't blame anybody, especially in this environment for saying, I'm a running back in the fourth year of my deal. Yeah. I've seen other guys get tagged, even though, you know, Saquon got an upgraded deal. Josh Jacobs got a vastly upgraded deal. I don't want to go out there and play for $4 million or, you know, whatever he's due here. I want to get a new contract. If the situation were different and if he had run for the rushing title in 2022, again, I fully believe that the, Colts would have signed him to a long-term deal. You know, Chris Ballard, since he's been the GM, has never used the franchise tag on anyone. They've found ways to get deals done. Right. You know, they signed Darius Leonard, who has the same agent. Now Shaq Leonard, who has the same agent as, as Jonathan Taylor. Now, you know, having said that, um, you're in a different type of a position right now. And so, you know, it's tricky. There's no question about it. Even the teams that have been involved, you know, whether that is, uh, you know, the Packers, which was reported today, and they had at least cursory conversations here or the Dolphins I don't get the sense that anybody's willing to step up with the type of package it would take to get Jonathan Taylor right now so this is far more complicated than being a free agent obviously the leverage is with the team and 
you know, they're going to have to kind of figure out exactly what the path forward is here. And they've kind of, by making this roster move, they bought themselves another four weeks. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, NFL Media Group here on the Rich Eisen Show. You just mentioned a couple of times in our, our first go-round of chopping up the Jonathan Taylor situation, as we call it in the media world, um, that uh, it's possible that he gets uh, traded before he comes off of PUP or he's eligible to come off of the PUP list in week five. So what team would be monitoring this situation in your mind? Uh, barring injury, everybody stays healthy for the first four weeks of a season at that position. Uh, you got Kareem Hunt still out there and Leonard Fournette also still out there. Walk me through how the next month goes for Taylor and the running back market, do you think? Well, I mean, the two teams, again, that we know were involved were the Dolphins and the Packers, but there was no deal that was close as of yesterday. So you would anticipate those two teams are going to be, you know, remain at the top of the list here. But you, you made the point, you know, injuries can change a lot of different things. And if you're a run-centric team and your lead back goes down, you're quite possibly going to be back in that Jonathan Taylor market. What we still don't know is whether anybody's going to meet the Colts' price in a trade because now you're also getting four fewer games with your new running back that you're giving up the equivalent of a, a first-round pick for. Um, so this could go a lot of different ways. It could ramp up tomorrow. It could ramp up in a month. It could ramp up October 31st, right before the trade deadline. But if it involves a contract, that's simpler than just doing a trade. And so you would think that those things would have to be in the works prior to that. And I would think that you know at some point here in those first four weeks of the season, we see some type of action. Whether it leads to a deal, that remains to be seen. Well, I mean, the Packers bringing Jonathan Taylor back to Wisconsin would definitely be an exciting moment for Packers fans, certainly with A.J. Dillon sitting there or an Aaron Jones sitting there. Any idea of what the compensation package was, the best thing that the Colts did get back that you you can share with us, Tom? I would just say hmm. the Colts want the equivalent of a first-round pick. You can get there with multiple second-round picks. You can get there with a package of picks, which is what the 49ers did. You get there with a player and a pick or a really good player. Nobody was close at this point to the type of compensation that the Colts would want. And, you know, I, I understand completely Jonathan Taylor and his agent's stance on this. I really do. You know, from the Colts' stance, they're saying this is one of our core players. If the situation were different, we would be paying him right now, but we're not. So if we are going to give this player up, we want one of your premier players or we want picks to go get premier players as we kind of rebuild this thing. You know, that's the contract is one thing, and that's hard enough, but getting the, the trade compensation in line, it all just makes this a difficult environment to get something done. But that's not to say, especially as we move forward here, Rich, too, that expectations might change as the Colts are staring down a situation where at some point, you know, before the trade deadline, because then, you know, at that point, you're talking about your contract potentially tolling, which Taylor, you would not think, is going to allow to do because then he's tied to the Colts even longer here. At some point, he's going to show up. At some point, you think the guy's playing football in 2023. Mm-hmm. You know, does the price change over time? Does Taylor's price change over time? Those are all those are all unknowns. But, you know, they tried to create a deadline because it was generally spur action yesterday. The action did not materialize, and so we continue to wait. All right, I got more questions on that one. Did Miami and Green Bay, best to your knowledge, hit the number for Jonathan Taylor, and he and his agent were very happy with it and placed it back in Chris Ballard's lap, and he's just like, yeah, the compensation's just not even remotely close. Sorry. Did that happen? These are all intertwined, Rich. And again, I would just say this. It's not as if we're done with those teams. Yes. They easily could 
I shouldn't say easily because none of this is easy, but they certainly could come back to the table and make another run at it here. I don't, as far as I am aware, there is no deal in place on a trade or a contract. Certainly not on a trade. You know, where the contracts are and how much that's tied into getting the, the actual trade compensation in place, you know, I'm going to leave that to the clubs and, and Taylor's agent to sort out. But nothing was close. This wasn't something where it went right down to the deadline yesterday. The Colts have had things in the past where, you know, Carson Wentz got traded at the last moment, you know, a couple of years ago. So there was no point not waiting. But when it boiled down to it, they weren't going to try to activate him. That would have been, you know, a way to play hardball if they wanted to with Jonathan Taylor, which is say, hey, your ankle's not actually hurt. Get on the field or we're going to start finding you. They didn't do that. He's still working his way back. He's still rehabbing. Uh, and the Colts are going to keep him on the sidelines. They now roll into the season with Anthony Richardson and, uh, you know, whatever combination of Deion Jackson and Zach Moss. And I'm blanking on the third running back. Evan Hall, the, roster the kid that they dra- there week one. Evan Hall, the kid they drafted out of Northwestern. Evan He's Hall. There. Right. So, Sorry, Evan Hall. My the, brain's been popping with a thousand names. You, Tom, got, you did. Tom, Congratulations. You're in Zappy land. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, um, so. Obviously, any team can still call Chris Ballard at any point in time, but uh, Taylor and his representative are now barred from calling anybody else. They they are now in in the, the phantom zone pup land right now. Correct? That's the that's the case. I can't say definitively that that's the case. Okay, because the trade demand stands. Yesterday was that was the deadline that the Colts had set, but Got the it. deadline also passed without something getting done here. And regardless, you know, you always know, Rich, too, that those conversations generally are going to take place behind the scenes even more than they they do up front. It's no secret that Jonathan Taylor can be had. It's just going to cost a lot to get him. I understand. Deadlines, obviously, when set by teams, it's not something that's collectively bargained. So this could still could still hit. And then um, just I guess the, the, the last thing here is was the compensation not worthy enough for the Colts to make a move? Because Jonathan Taylor is, in fact, not 100%. If he was 100% right now and ready to roll like the Jonathan Taylor we've come to know and adore, um, and this was just a contractual situation, we just removed the health from it, do you, do you think that that is what affected the draft compensation coming back to the Colts? I think it's everything together, Rich, but I don't think that the ankle is the big is the biggest factor here. It is the trade compensation. It is the contract. Um, you know, it's the reality that, again, even if Jonathan Taylor went to a new team, I don't know if he would have been ready to roll week one because he hasn't practiced football coming off of ankle surgery. It's just right. another unknown in this process. So we'll see, you know, we're, we will see where things go here. All right, last thing. Um, I don't know if um, – if uh, it, what what okay, two things. I'm sorry. Uh, what's your reporting on Lance? How did he wind up with the Cowboys? How did that happen? You know, he went in and um, talked to Kyle Shanahan the day after. They let him cool off. You know, he was upset by being demoted behind Sam Darnold. Um, and, you know, he went in and told Kyle Shanahan he wanted a fresh start. They ramped things up quickly, got the best offers that they could. Dallas was in the market for, a, you know, a developmental potential quarterback, say Cooper Rush as the backup. You know, it was a good fit. They liked him coming out. And we'll see, you know, we'll see now where things, uh, you know, how it all plays out from there for Trey Lance. But, you know, make no mistake, this was about them getting a developmental guy they had a really high grade on. And did he did he have any say on going to Dallas? Um, did, did did they kind of talk to him or were just like, hey, this is the best draft pick we could get. You're going to Dallas. That's the end of that. 
uh, it was the best draft pick that they could get. There was really no consideration with holding him once they knew that mm-hmm. you know he did not want to be in San Francisco anymore. All right, Tom. That's it. I know you got your phone blowing up. Thanks for the time. Let's do this again very soon. You be well. Bailey's happy cleared waivers. I'll talk to you soon. There we go. Hey! 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 to the Zappies. Thank you, Tom Pelissero, dropping that knowledge going out the door. (laughs) See? Dude, he'll be back in Dunkin' Donuts in two seconds. (laughs) You're fine. You're good. Don't need him. You're getting him. He'll be back in Dunkin' Donuts. He'll be back in two seconds. (laughs) But then they got to cut someone. Don't I don't know. Me. I mean, I, was... I don't know. They'll, they'll put that person. They probably they'll put that person on the on the practice squad. Bailey Zappi's coming back, man. Honestly, he'll be strolling through the stop and shop, looking nice. for looking well for done. looking for uh, his eggs well and his done. milk. He'll be he'll be your version of Messi Rich buying crema. buying uh, sugar cereals. You know, just like us. Of a toast you know, crunch. in that magazine, just like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. stars. Just stars. like Messi. Just like Messi. Rich. Bailey Zappi's going to be in Stop and Shop right. with Rich. his cat. Your Boston accent. Pushing his cat through his Stop and Shop. Your Boston stop accent. Stop and Shop. I love yeah. it. What do you think? He's coming. <laughs> and he's wondering how we were going to troll him today. Oh. Again, like, I that was a challenge he put out there. Again, I, I saw that and I'm like, do I address this? Now, in front of the X-verse, or do I wait for tomorrow? How will Rich and 2Jiggy troll me tomorrow? I got to be honest. I'm down for a good troll, but I don't think people understand how trolling works. I won this. He won this battle. He said from day one that our guy Zappy wasn't going to be the dude. I don't feel good about this. I want to troll him, him, but really get him. Zappy's going to the Raiders. Wait till the quick game falters. Quick right? game's going to be nice. What if Mac, Mac, you know, oh, Mac has got to come out for some and uh, Zappy starts first downs. Same intensity. Just like just like against the Bears that one night when they're chanting his name like the MVP. Same intensity. He's coming back. Look, Rich, I can't try. I got my own QB issues. All He's right? going to be at the Jiffy Lube and Quincy by wow. 5 o'clock. Ooh, Quincy. What's Quincy. that story? Guys, work done. What's that story you guys always talk about <laughs> up in Massachusetts? <laughs> Yeah, the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the grocery store? Rich, well, Rich you guys says it wrong. It's it's what's the Shaw's it? and shopping. Oh, Pelissero yeah. <laughs> just that's said he, he just said he just signed. That's what he's working on. Per source, Zappy's on the practice squad. Great, keep him there, practicing. Well, do you need a backup? We don't need a backup. Mac dude, Hassan Reddick is coming. You saw what he did. He wrecked. Nah. He wrecked. Dude, he's coming. Quick game's gonna well, be so fast. One, and one of your eleven. Offensive lineman will protect I mean. him. We're going to have 11 on the offensive yeah. line and then Mac Jones. Uh, you got to have 10 and then just Mac. Uh, and then two tackle eligibles. Just yeah. make sure your, your running back's not playing center, and I'm sure they'll go. Oh, well, he's there. No, hold on a minute. Our guy's hold there. On. Zeke is there. Hold on a minute. All we, know, you know, all we know is Joe Judge is on it. <laughs> he's wondering how we're going to have our fun. <laughs> God, I, like I, I said, wait. I am in no position. <laughs> I can't wait till you guys suck like you have for it's, the last no, 50 years. I know. I, uh, by the way, you have every right <laughs> to say that. You have every right to say that. One preseason throw by Rodgers and we're going to the Super Bowl. You challenged me. You challenged. I had you put to. it out as a challenge. I had to. Like, you see this news. I was walking around Costco yesterday. Oh, and Costco. I, and it came to Costco and it came over. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I got to put out a tweet right now. <laughs> If you were in Worcester, you'd run into Bailey Zappi because he's not going anywhere. Well, Worcester's like I an told hour. you. It's like whatever. 
I don't care. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just pulling names here. (laughs) It's your cousin. All right, let's take a break here. Jimmy G. Hey, say hi to your mother for me. That's right. Jimmy G. (laughs) Has chimed in on his old spot. Ask point blank. What do you think of the Trey Lance trade? (laughs) Uh, That's coming up in your phone calls. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. You were 29 when this first started. Now you're in your mid 40s, getting all rocked up like you did. Yeah. In this, do we do we need to test you, Matt? Did you take? No, you know? no. I should have. That might have made it made it easier. There, there's <laughs> not in my experience. There's not. You know, if you're not going to take anything, which I'm not. The the um, there's no. It's the same workout that it was when I was 29. It's just you know, it's just a very strict diet, two days in the gym, and it's you know. There's no, it's just all work. Like there's no, you know, right. there's no, there's no shortcut. And then just, so you just cut out what? Sugars? Meat? By the I'm end, a, it's I'm like, fascinated by, by the this, end, by it's the just protein and vegetables and no carbs at all. And just, you know, two workouts a day. And I mean, it is, it was, it is a lot of work. For how many weeks, months did you have to do that? Well, I was in shape. I got in shape for the Martian and then, and then yeah. for this uh, movie I did in China. And then, and then about 10 weeks out, I kind of ramped up even more. And so it was um, to try to get under, you know, down below eight than like 7% body fat. It was, it was more about body fat than like weight. So when you were done shooting, what was the first meal that you had when you were done shooting? Oh, man, I mean, no, for me, it's Italian food. If I, you know, pasta and, you know, bread, pasta, red wine. Chicken parm? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what kills me. My kids love to eat that. So like sometimes when we order out, we'll get this, you know, this chicken parm and this parm and this pink pasta that they like. And it's just like, you know, plating it for them. It's just like, you know, I start shaking. I'm just wondering if the Boston and you just came out. I just, I think I just started chicken palm. I didn't didn't say say chicken palm. I didn't say chicken (laughs) palm. I I did. I said chicken, but I, but I, it was, it was, I forgot the R. It wasn't that. Hey, I'm the, I'm the same way, you know, and when I, when I go back to the old school days. I love chicken palm. (laughs) Rich. That's what Bailey Zappi's having again. Chicken palm. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rich. 
Hey, Rich. I think the kid's really good, actually. So you're lucky. You're lucky to get him back. Who? Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal, and law enforcement officers can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, Tom Pelissero said that um, in a tweet that Bailey Zappi cleared waivers had multiple offers. He said, was it seven teams were, were after him? But he decided to, to to go back home. Look, they were just like, we're, we're going to cut you, but uh, if you clear waivers, you know, we want you back. And he's like, okay. So he's back in the fold. You'll have a backup quarterback for week number Super. one. So there you go. Crisis averted. But right now we're <laughs> still – Well, I mean, you got one quarterback on your depth chart. It wasn't really a crisis. Someone was going to get signed who's never going to play. Okay. That's great. Uh, so congratulations. Would you rather have Bailey Zappi or Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. You're lying. I'm not lying. I'd rather have him because he's rehabilitated. He's been hugged and loved. Look at him. That's what happens now with the Wearing Jets. His headband. You just you just welcome them in and you love them and you hug them and you just put them in the warm Rogers embrace and look what happens. Yep. That's hey. that's my belief system now, pal. Congrats on winning the preseason. Hey, we we have dominated. <laughs> we have dominated. Are the you preseason. gonna put up a banner like the Colts? No. Not gonna put up a banner. Same intensity. Oh boy, we're on Same and cracking right now. We're on and cracking. I'm listening to you. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo, hey. long gone. Well, Malik Cunningham's back too. Hey, congratulations. You See? Just, this is what back where we started. Yeah, run it back. So what was the point? I have no idea. Uh probably to get some other players uh on the fifty three man. Yeah. The linemen. Right. Yeah. Get them through and then it, it's yeah. they rolled the dice that no one was gonna pick him up. So, congratulations. Hey. Um, so, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, we all know his story. Once upon a time in New England, until reportedly Brady's like, get him out of here, hey, will you? Hey, Bob, can you and trade all, him? And all of a sudden, gone, <laughs> gone for a second-round pick because the Niners were in love with him. And then he was great there until he foolishly didn't get out of bounds, hurt his knee, ended that story. And then they stuck with him, and he takes him to a Super Bowl, and then they're like, you know, maybe we could do a little better. Uh, throws a few too many interceptions in between the numbers from Kyle Shanahan's liking. It's a little gear grinding. Don't know what it is. You always heard Jimmy G's great, but dot, dot, dot. And then Trey Lance shows up. Aha. Hey. And Trey Lance is just going to finish off drives for Jimmy G to get him up and down the field until Jimmy's like, I got this. Back to an NFC championship game. And then said goodbye to everybody up the, up the road in SoFi. We all know that. And then um, he's 19th on the depth chart, only to be re-signed. Please save us from having to play Brock Purdy, Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, sure, no problem. I'll come back. And then becomes a starter again and takes them all the way to the uh, end of last season when he goes down and Purdy comes in. Everybody's like, oh, that kid can do that, huh? Now we're done, Jimmy. Now he's in Las Vegas. And the guy who they drafted to push him, not named Purdy, is now a Dallas Cowboy after all of that. Go ahead. They, go this like a go figure that they made him a captain to use a midnight run line. Go figure that. You're gonna lose games like you lost your job. <laughs> I'm going full Serrano right now. You always heard that he wasn't the ultimate of what Kyle wanted at the position. No, they want he wants Kirk Cousins or Brock Purdy. 
Who is Cer- Cousins like? Certainly, certainly not Lance. Not Lance. But he's just like, okay, I got Devontae Adams. I got Josh Jacobs. I got a coach that was the way back in the day was the one who put me on the map to get the Niners to be interested in me when Brady couldn't play. So that's the idea. Do you think that it was John Lynch and maybe others in the front office who wanted Lance and no, I Shanahan really wanted Mac Jones and no. Shanahan's just taking the bullets now? No. I think Kyle Shanahan wanted Trey Lance. He saw the tape. He saw what the ceiling could be. He thought what the kid could be. He thought, like, I can mold him. I got this thing. Like, running and throwing. Let's go. And then the kid wasn't ready the first year. We know that. He wasn't going to start the first year, but at least start to be moved along and then got hurt against the Raiders, hitting his finger on a helmet. Yeah. Uh, honestly, and then the rest was they, – they were re- – this point last year, they went into Chicago saying, this is Trey Lance's team. Then he gets carted off week two. Jimmy does what he does, and then Purdy did what he did. Jimmy's in Vegas, and uh, Lance is in Dallas, and Purdy's getting ready to take on the Steelers. Lo and behold. Hour number two, Bruce Feldman coming up, talking college football and Odell Beckham. But also, you know, uh, just so anybody who's watching on Roku, we didn't add that music to the sound bites. You know what I should tell... Sports Illustrated's uh, whose whose music was that? I don't know whose music that was. Is it Jimmy Trainers? <laughs> hey Jimmy, uh, let me just say this Jimmy to you, Trainer. Jimmy. Uh, instead of worrying about that extra click because you're too busy, you know, with your remote uh, streaming stuff, he he complains about streaming sports and Brian Cashman. That's what he spends he does, his days and his podcast. Right? That's what that's well, what Jimmy he's, does. He's promoting the podcast right. and then slagging well, on the and other. By the way, promoting your podcast. Don't mind. Yep, totally Brian Cashman. It. He keeps playing that soundbite of uh, when I was on his pod at the draft in Kansas City in my hotel room prior to the draft. Where he's just like, "Can we just fire Brian Cashman?" And I laugh. I mean, he's been on that from the beginning. He has been. <laughs> and so Jimmy, he could keep you know grinding that axe, but you know. I've already told him. It's just one extra click when you're streaming sports to just hit the input button if you want to find something else, which I don't obviously ever condone taking anything off of streaming, certainly when the Rich Eisen show is on. But, Jimmy, uh, just tell your colleagues, don't put whatever music that is underneath your very newsworthy sound bites. You're welcome, Sports hey, Illustrated. Free tip. And Jimmy, I mean, he's this is the, he there is an eye in Jimmy and train him, but... Yeah. Just giving you a shout-out, Jimmy. <laughs> but uh, he might not be watching us because we're streaming. Ooh. Hey. It's only the future, James. It's the future. Coming up, Bruce Feldman in studio. Then Odell. Odell. 